Hey everyone, welcome to Black, Married, and in the Military, a podcast that explores unique experiences, challenges, and even triumphs of military life. I'm Teresa Alexis, known as the Military Bride Strategist, and I'm your host. Joining me today is my sister, Marine Corps veteran, Janice, and she's going to be talking to us today about motherhood, balancing your life, and loving yourself, and also she's going to be talking to us about healing after divorce. So a little bit about her. She was born and raised in a DMV. And for those of you who don't know what that is, that's DC, Maryland, Virginia. Um, I said she's a Marine Corps vet. My sister, we actually met in the Marine Corps. And she's the mother of two beautiful children who I love. They're like my niece and nephew, even though they don't like remember who I am. She has a master's in information systems. And she's been a photographer since 2008. And she really took off and excelled in teaching photography this here in 2021. So without any further ado, I'm going to let her come on and start talking to you guys. So go ahead, girl. Hi, everyone. Um, First of all, I'm delighted. This is awkward because usually I'm the one who's interviewing like my group, but it's also good for me to like sit back and just to be interviewed and just to go past the life experience of me, where I came from, my development in my 20s and where I am right now in my 30s. Um, And I'm thankful to be here to be able to support you, Teresa. We've met, oh my gosh, almost over 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah, just about over 10 years ago. And and we both have definitely came a long way being um, the women that we are, being mothers, and especially you being a wife and seeing you grow into your passion um, from the last perspective. I remember you were writing a book or you wrote a successful book or part within a book. Um, and it's just amazing to see women out there conquering more than what they are, coming out their comfortability. And that's the one thing I've learned about life is coming becoming uncomfortable to be comfortable. Yeah, that's really good because I mean, you know, they always say the magic happens outside of your comfort zone. And like, you know, I was saying one day this week when I was talking to my coach, it's like, we think here's the comfort zone and we're like right outside of the circle. But those two things are like so far from each other. It's like how far the East and the West are from each other. It's like, that's how far you are from your comfort zone. You're like nowhere near it. Mm. So that way you can't just, you know, let me jump back into this boat of comfort. You'd have to undo everything. Everything. Yes. Get back into that comfort zone and that's intentional you know and a lot of people don't think about that so something I want to say that I missed in the beginning of this is that Janice is also the CEO of Eason J Photography and she's a business consultant so I want her to talk a little bit about her business and how that all started yes well the first gimmick was photography um the first time I actually started photography I'm going to say I was like 18 years old. I first got my camera. I have all of my cameras. And being in the military, I started becoming more advanced. One of the main reasons I actually became more adept, it was another Marine sister who requested me to, if I wanted to purchase this camera from her because her father just passed away and she needed money. And I was like, mm, I got $300. I can give it to you. So it was a basic candy camera that lens was already attached. And you know how old that is. Yes. <laughs> so from there, I started to grow. I was the, I was the Marine that took the 
camera everywhere. Just took pictures, 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 pictures. And I was like, oh, I like this. So basically got out the Marine Corps. And a year before I got the Marine Corps, I decided to go to school. I pretty much got everything together. I got my car together. At the time I was married. So my ex-husband, my my child was already home. And so I had a place to live with just making sure I had foundation. But I felt that photography school was for me because I already had a feel for it. I wanted to grow. But in all reality, being a mother, a wife at the time, photography was not the field at the moment. It was a side job, right? So my dad used to teach me, you need to have more than one thing you like. So something that you love, you could come back for. Something that you like, you could use that as your tool. I wanted to be serious in the government as a government employee. So I switched my degree from photography to technical management, which helped me in my career and actually told me about business. And I believe in energy. Energy is a connection from one thing to another. And I didn't know. I just knew I had to focus because I wanted to make sure that I provided for my children, my, my ex-husband at the time, and we was making ends meet. Moving forward, I took a break from photography. I was still in school so I could focus on myself and where I need to be because I'm still trying to figure out my career. Once I finished my master's, I was during my master's, I was going through problems with my divorce. And I said, I'm going to promise myself something. I'm going back to photography. I'm making good money. Now it's time for me to start my business in photography because I know where I'm at and I'm very powerful at this. Why not extend yourself into a business? So I promised myself before 30, I had a list of goals. The only goals I have not gotten yet was getting my house. That's the only thing. And I said, you know what? I'm going to give me my business. I sure enough, I just one day I was like, you know what? I got money. I'm, I'm going to be a real business, get my LLC, start selling landscapes. And this is where I branched off into being a business woman, right? Or a mompreneur, because pretty much my children are the backbone of the business. They help me with ideas. They help me to grow. They help me to become creative because photography is about creativity. And, and I love it. And I'm like, you know what? Since I got my degree already in business, I know a lot about business. I research. Why not just become a business consultant? And I had a lot of people ask me questions. So I haven't branched off yet with business consulting, but I know it will. I've already started like the templates. I started getting a checklist together and adding packages, you know, for clients because it's a one-stop shop. You come to me, I'm your support system and I help you start and get to where you need to go. Meaning your website design. Uh, I specialize in product photography. Also, I've specialized in branding because these are things that you need when you start business, right? And yeah, then yeah. helping you grow to where you need to be at. And I provide that consultation once a, excuse me, I provide that counseling once a month to see where the client is. And this is where the business aspect starts to take off. Yeah. So, you know, I just want to say that I'm super, super proud of you and everything you've accomplished. So she didn't say this, but we, we did meet like over 10 years ago in 2010. My, I think you were pregnant and I had had a new baby. Yes. So my son was about like six months old and then she she was pregnant, y'all. And so we like <laughs> saw each other in passing at first and we would wave. And then like one day we just stopped and we talked for a long time. Yes. We talked for a long time and realized we had so much in common. Yes. And it's like, you know, the sister you didn't know you had. And it was just like, you know, even though we did have some differences, we we were like alike in so many ways. We were just like my soul sister right here you know and what I loved about like the beginnings of our relationship and it's still like this we weren't afraid to tell each other something that was difficult yes you know and so you I know a lot of people don't always find that 
And that's something I really, really cherish because what you don't need Mm -hmm. is people walking on eggshells afraid to tell you the truth. Yeah. No. And so that's how we met. And we went out a couple of times. Oh, so let me tell you where we met. We met when we were stationed in Okinawa, Japan, which I know was like (laughs) a really awesome place. It really was. Beautiful. Very beautiful. (laughs) And every time we went out, we had fun and we took pictures of each other and just stuff that's out there. And, you know, we were in the beginning stage of our photography career. Yeah. And while we're doing different aspects of photography now, like mine is uh, kind of like absorbed in my business with marriage, coaching, nice. and family stuff. You know, mine is absorbed in that now. Hers is full on amazing. And she's like consulting people and doing branding. And so just to see how we went from just starting, trying to figure out what type of photography we were like, yeah. Because we tried everything because we weren't yeah. sure what we sure. were like, mm-hmm. you know, and just seeing how we both grew now yeah. has been amazing. But something I want you to kind of segue into, if you're ready for this, is just like, you know, the marriage and family part of it all. Yes. This is so different. <laughs> Tickle my soul. Let's go. <laughs> um. So you want me to go like talk about the 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 marriage part? So yeah, so just just tell briefly, you know, how you and your husband met, how long y'all were married, you know, just you don't have to go in deep dark details, you know, but just talk about how it all came to pass, where you know you guys are not together now, and how it's affected you, if at all, how it's affected you and you know your children. Ooh, okay. So everybody know I'm in a relationship now. So my boyfriend do live with me, <laughs> but we we talk about it, and I'm grateful the the outcome that I'm actually in at right now well let me breathe i've never actually got in depth with this but this is pretty good it's a part of healing um so i met him when i was i just turned 18 i was working on taco bell anybody who know me i still love taco bell i love mexican food all of that stuff is so good to me and um within a year and a half we got married and we had our first child and we was overseas together and you know being military it was very difficult for me because he went back home and it was just me and my son i'm like when you in when you in that situation who thinks especially three months after having a child who think that this was to happen right personally i felt like everything was good but uh kind of find out i was suffering from postpartum depression i didn't know um and the things that kept me occupied was things that wasn't supposed to keep me occupied and so when my son left because I, I couldn't take care of him at the time i was working it was basically at this other location as a barracks manager basically taking care of people who's coming down on the island excuse me personnel coming on the island and leaving and i was a barracks manager at the time and at the time it was conflicting because i had to be at work at a certain time right i didn't want my child to be exposed to different people coming in you know um and then you have duty as well and so duty. yes good old duty you know you don't have no child sitting while you have duty you have you're supposed to have a family plan well mm-hmm. at the time my family plan wasn't secure because i thought he was coming back well my, my baby had to leave when i was eight months when he was about eight months maybe nine um i'm gonna say between eight to ten months and that part hurt me um so yeah i, I started drinking i was drinking heavy i and i had a good body you know so i was drinking i had like a routine i go to work i was a bomber bomber at the time i used to drink well i go to work get off of work hit the gym go run go drink and go club it was like a natural thing they start getting heavy right so again my ex-husband he's my ex-husband 
um, and my child was home, like in the state of Maryland while I was in Okinawa, Japan. And I was just being home by yourself, you just had a ba- you just had a baby, like less than a year, you know. What are you supposed to do? Well, I'm a party because the only way I can get my mind off this stuff. I couldn't just be in his house because he was supposed to come back by myself. And that kind of helped me take things away from like life and being lonely. That kept me occupied. And sometimes I would just drink and go to sleep. And I will still be a bummery for work <laughs> when it caused chaos until this one time there was a wake-up call when um several times I would just like go to the club or just drink and drive and this one time I fell asleep this one time I got pulled over by the Japanese police and this gunny he saved he saved me from the blotter but I did get in trouble because they ended up finding out that my ex-husband wasn't living there no more when he was supposed to come back um and so I came back home they started getting rough I personally was excited to come home to my family you know my children my child time my ex-husband um and, and during that time before he came overseas with me we had twins and I lost one child I lost one twin. So my son right now, he's about 10. So he's a survivor of being a twin. Um, so coming home, excited, my family and everything. Cause we was supposed to be building. It didn't become a debt. Um, it was just torn. We moved to our first apartment and things started to get worse. And then come to find out I was pregnant with our second child. Um, and I didn't think I was pregnant because the doctors was like, oh, you're not pregnant. Well, three months later, they, I found out I was three months pregnant. Okay. <laughs> um, but things started to deteriorate more. Um, the domestic violence, fighting when I was pregnant. And I won't be specific, but there's just this one situation where it was like, wow, why I'm home. Like you couldn't wait or you couldn't divorce me. You had to do this with this person from church. And, you know, when you go through your pregnancy again, it was like, I've never had the moment when I was pregnant. And it's like, I'm still, I'm still suffering from postpartum depression. I, I didn't know until I got like seen for it. Um, but when you, the, now where I'm at right now, I'm starting to see like, yes, I was very depressed. And it was just kind of odd because um, the, the thing about the, that religion was like, they would use it to cover up. The Bible said, the Bible said, I'm like, okay, but we're still human. Like, what about me? I'm pregnant and you're still doing this. There's no justification. So it, I had to come to my senses the first time I'm going to get a divorce. Well, honestly, I just had a baby. I wasn't ready for a divorce. I felt like there was something there. And then the wake up call was Janice. The next year it was like, Janice, I will never forget this. I was in bed and I was like, I'm not going to church today. Cause we would go to church. People go to church every Saturday. My kids still go there and my kids love it. And it's fine. Me, it's been like since 2016. I will never forget this day i think it was november 13 2016 i was in my bed and he was like so are you going to church and i was like no i'm not going to church today i don't feel like going because that's not for me no more and he was like okay well you won't see the kids which i know i'm gonna see my children and i just looked at the sun and i was like yo there's something else out there more than just this i don't want to lose myself i feel like i was on the edge of losing myself what else is out there and that was the day i got my strength and mind you i was 26 years old and i got and i've been with him since i was since i was 18 and it's never was never sunshine sunshine and, and happiness it was always something I just woke up and I was like, you know what? I'm fine for divorce on that Tuesday. And at the time I was doing my, I was ending my bachelor's program. I was a full-term employee, um, full-term, um, excuse me, student trainee, which is an anti, was a, I'm sorry, 
in turn, yeah, sorry. In turn, I was still in school full time. I was breastfeeding my daughter and I had my son. So I had so much going on. It reminds you, I was still a wife, technically on paper. But I filed for divorce that day. I would never forget. I got my strength back just saying no. The power of saying no, it's time for me to go. And that was when I knew I can't go back the second time to see what's there. That was it. I just gave my strength. And so at that time, working out was a part of me. And I was working out to help me not be like I was before when we first separated, not drinking, right? What is the mature part of me to cope with going through a separation? And I have separation anxiety. And so that was go to the gym, work out. But there was some more stuff. It was like, what about spirituality? And I stopped tapping into learning about spirituality. What is it? Like, I know that this moment, I don't want to do a lot of religion. I want to start defining me. How can I start getting to know myself more? Because now I'm about to be 27. I need to start becoming more of a woman. Because I never had the opportunity to be the woman I need to be when I was married. Because it was always the responsibilities of being a mother, going to school, making sure I have a good job, and trying to make sure I have a healthy marriage, which was completely falling apart at the time. Um, and then my divorce came through 2017 of May. And from that time span in my separation, that allowed me to push people away and say, hey, this is time for me. This is my time where I need to define myself as a woman. I need to make sure that I'm still head over heels with going, you know, going to school, going to my master's. I'm taking a break of my photography because I need to, I need to figure out where I need to reside at with myself. And I'm thankful that I allow myself to be selfish because if I was not selfish, I still will be allowing others to come in my space where where I need that space for me to heal. And so, I, oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> but I just wanted to expand on something you said about being selfish. I know for women, especially wives, yeah. moms, we feel guilty, guilty and selfish when we do things for ourselves. Yes. But it is not selfish to take care of ourselves and our needs because, you know, and we always, every time you get a great leader in the military, they will will always say, nobody's going to take care of you like you. And that's so true. true. It's not selfish. Self-care is not selfish. It's not because you cannot pour from an empty vessel. You just can't. You're going to fall apart. You're going to break apart because there's nothing there. You're Mm going to be, you're going to be reaching. You know how we'd be like, okay, you reaching. Yeah, <laughs> you know much. we're gonna be reaching, and you know you never want to do that. You want to have something that feeds you, you mm-hmm. know, and something that you can pour into your yourself, and yeah. then you'll be able to pour out into your children, you yeah. know, your boyfriend, yeah. you know, yeah. or if you're married and listen to to your spouse. And you can't yeah. do that if you're not taking care of yourself. That's Even true. if it's like taking a long bubble bath with the candles, yes. yourself, lock the door, make sure you take all the keys in the bathroom so nobody can unlock it. <laughs> You know, but lock the door and have your time to yourself. Yes. And, and and that's where I started to learn about the spiritual part, right? And when I say spirituality, I'm talking about just like root chakras, things about myself, things like it's just, it's, it's for self, self-care, learning how to care about my womanhood, right? Appreciating my femininity. And I talk about this all the time because it's so important for women to understand who we are. Because again, we got responsibilities. We're a mother, we're a wife, we're a girlfriend, we have a partner, we have a business, we may be a lead in a, a church or, or your community. A lot of us give back to the community, our children, you know, pets and things of that nature. But what about us? And that's why I had to be selfish. I had to be selfish from everyone else and worry about me because if I didn't, 
I would not be the woman I am today. And I'm very grateful that I was strong enough to remember to, excuse me, strong enough to say, no, I'm not going to church no more. I am staying here. And for me, my perspective, you know, I've never bashed anyone going to church. You know, and I'm growing up and I enjoy seeing people. Um, oh, I, the book is in my car. I enjoy seeing people talk about their experience in religion. I'm actually reading this one book. I want to refer to you to you all um, when we finish, if I can find it. But this one Marine, she talked, she wrote a book and I was so desperate to read it because I we Marine sisters and she talked about her experience from childhood and, and how religion brought her to where she is. And that's the beauty about it. You you have to be selfish and just get grab your you have to grab yourself and say hey look we got to go forward we got to be stronger and that right there allowed me to be the woman I am today and I'm overly thankful overly thankful yeah of course and you know it's it's okay it's okay to say no it's okay to be like yeah I'm not doing that I know for me when I got out of the military I was already saying no but like I said no no more than I did when I was in the military because you know there's a lot of stuff that's mandatory you always have to do some stuff you don't want to do like more times than you know regular hey friends i want to tell you about an awesome community i created just for you if you're a military wife and that includes married military women married female vets and military spouses you'll want to know about the group called military marriage matters that's a group on facebook in this group we have fun we have hard conversations and connect with each other both online and sometimes in person, depending on your location. From monthly events to weekly chats, this group will help you have fun and just let your hair down. You'll never feel alone as this group has a plethora of people from different walks of life. Get free resources and the inside scoop on events, courses, and coaching discounts that will be coming up specifically crafted for military marriages. If you're like me and you're always looking for ways to connect, give back, and just thrive in life, marriage, and business slash career, then this community is for you. To find out more info and to join, go to bit.ly, the number three, underscore, M-M-M. That's bit, B-I-T, dot, Lee, L-Y, slash, number three, underscore, M-M-M. So when I got out the military, I was just like, there's this like, for me, just whole list of stuff I'm not doing no more. Yeah. The whole mandatory fun, not doing it. (laughs) So the whole mandatory, like whatever, I'm not doing it, you know, and I'm I'm able to give myself a whole lot more grace because, you know, we got to be up at a certain time as Marines up at a certain time, even if we don't only branch out there. (laughs) <laughs> working, we working will now. we are three o'clock <laughs> no, in the morning now, right. <laughs> waking up folks in the barracks you know they just like so it's like okay I don't want to get up this early anymore I, my yeah. body still responds and gets up early because I've been used to it like for most of my adult life yeah so I still get up but if I want to pray or do something else instead I'll do that and then I'll work out during yeah. lunch or later at night sometimes midnight if I want to yeah you know, because yeah. now I have the I'm going to say luxury of doing it when I want to, you know, I still do it because I want to be healthy. I want to be in shape, you know, because there was a point where I got out and I just let myself go because all these things were weighing on me and just, you know, beating me down. But then I was like, no, like you said, it's time to reclaim my womanhood, reclaim 
my purpose because yeah. what I want to say out here for you that's listening is it's it's not it's not about being married and having children. There is a purpose for you specifically that's yeah. outside of being a mother, outside of being a wife, outside of being a girlfriend, yeah. you know, or whatever you want to consider yourself as. You know, there's a purpose for you outside of that, and you know you need to be able to tap into that, and you can never do it unless you are taking that time to care for yourself. I feel like you should do it daily. I yeah. know everybody has a different schedule and routine, but if not daily, weekly. Weekly, yes. Like, yes. It can't be once a month. That's not enough. Yes. That's not enough. You can't be pouring into people 29 days and then like one day for yourself. Exactly. It's enough. It's a, it should be a routine. Like even if it's something simple, The af- and I believe like the affirmations, I actually have something right here. Like like my little workstation right here. I have mm-hmm. something where I write appreciation, focus, determination, understand of self. Listen, because when you write them down, when you write them down, you're able to see them and put them into your daily works versus when you when it's in your head. But once you say it repeatedly, you're like, okay, appre- appreciating myself. I need to focus on me, myself, my children, or maybe I need to focus on my goals so I can get us as a family to where we need to be at, you know, or the determination. What are you determined? You know, to this week, I may be determined to apply for more jobs. This week, I may be determined to pray more once or twice a day, you know, or fast, depending upon your needs. And I agree with that. I totally do. Oh, and, oh, go ahead. So the book, when I was referring about um, another woman who also was a female Marine, she's an author. Her name is Fatima McCray. And she wrote this book called Eve Before Fruit. And so I will send you the link. I wrote this book from her. And when I'm at practice with my children, I'm reading a book. And I'm not really a bookworm, but this book was just amazing. Excuse me, it's amazing. Yes, I saw that. I'm stacking. I'm stacking. She's talking about all the books that's behind me, y'all. I know y'all listening to this audio, y'all can't see, but I like have full shelves in here with books, you know. With sisters, and like I said, there's something different about us. But you yes. know, my love of books. It's you know, I have my own there. library here. <laughs> I'm getting there. I try to keep them by me so I can expand my thoughts. <laughs> yes, yes. yes. And so, you know, it's just refreshing to hear you talk about, you know, life struggles and different things. And also, too, there's some things that I'm learning about you that I didn't know before. You yes. know, and a lot of stuff that I, I was hearing you talk about, and it's like, yes, yes, I. Remember remember that I remember because we yeah. lived in the same tower it's yeah. like I remember sending her messages to see if she was okay I remember yeah. walking down there every yeah. now and then you know and I have to say I don't know if I've ever told you but like when my husband deployed we were both marines y'all but yeah. I did not deploy to combat so I did a whole lot of other cool things you know and he he went to Afghanistan at this time yeah. but Janice was such a rock for me because it's like okay now I'm not just out here by myself <laughs> yeah. nobody and it's like, okay, who is going to pick up my kid yeah. when I can't, you yeah. know? And Janice was just so, and she offered before I even asked, <laughs> like before I even asked, you know, because I'm not going to lie. I don't like to ask because I don't like to feel like I'm being a burden on people. Yes. But I will say God always provides in yeah. where he always has somebody there for you to help you 
even when you least expect it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I don't even think we had got to that part of the conversation where I was just like, I just need some help. But <laughs> I think she just sensed it. And she was like, well, I'll help you. You know, when you can't get them, I'll pick them up. That's fine. Yeah. And yeah. she was Auntie Janice to my I'm baby. <laughs> you yeah. know? And so he still remembers you. He <laughs> Yeah. You Too know, we were looking at oh, some wow. pictures and of yours and he still remembers you. He didn't Aww. know your name, but he remembered your face. Yeah. And so that's really cool, you know, to have someone in your life to make an impact on your children to where they may not remember everything because he was really young. Yes. You know, yes. for him to remember. remember like, oh, I remember her face, you yes. know, yes. or mommy, who's this? Because I remember. Yes. You know? So that's the motherhood piece. And we talked about loving yourself, but yes. I want to hear a little bit more about balancing your life. Just, oh. you know, your overall life because, you know, <laughs> yes. mom, wife or girlfriend, you know, or if dudes are listening to this, boyfriend, you know, yes. parent parenting, business, career, you know, it's, it's difficult. It's not impossible. It's just difficult Difficult. or E all of them. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, so even to this day, I'm still learning about, uh, balancing. Right. And so the, the one goal for me is task taking. So I always have a to-do list, whether it's for my, for my business, right. I take a month off for my business and well, thankfully I have my good nine to five. So I can take a month off. Right. So I had to depend on it, but it's, it's just evaluating myself. I took the month off so I can understand me. What do I really want out of my career? What do I really want for my, my, my business? And I had to ask myself, I questioned myself to make sure I'm on the right path. And the one thing is just trying to find the balance of my motherhood, giving that energy to my, my boyfriend or for other women, they will say spouse, right? Right. Your businesswoman, right? You have your nine to five. And what about you? Right. What about yourself? And so for me, one of the good things I like to do to give myself is I just started last month or a couple of weeks ago. I actually just started doing facials, right? So I can start feeling real good about my skin, taking care of my skin, my beauty, my insides, my persona. That's more like you said, the bubble baths. Taking a bubble bath. Now I wish I could lock the door, but everybody coming by, everybody. My kids were like, Mommy, I'm looking for you. My boyfriend's like, so what are you doing? And then he bring the dog and the dog want to lick the water. And I'm just like, not today. <laughs> but the, the, I the, still keep that. Yes. And the one thing I love about the bath is not your regular bath. I call it the spiritual bath. It's where I resonate with me. What is my folk? And so I particularly That's focus on a, on a chakra. So if it's like, well, lately I've been feeling like com- misconflicted with communication. So I may buy me blue flowers, right? Because it's communication, which is the blue chakra. I buy blue flowers, put them in a tub. I may have a blue crystal and also a white or blue candle and I'm either reading or sitting in the bathtub just listening or I'm, or being creative I'm on my phone creating posts for my photography or my business and I'm making that time available for me because if I don't I won't have that me time another me time I haven't been to the gym like almost two three weeks but I do go on walks and I do spend my time in nature there's certain places in Maryland that I go to which is reside beside the Potomac River there are a few parks that I go to trail trailing or hiking or most times I go to the pier and just watch the sunset I love doing these things with myself and my boyfriend may say hey Janice where are you at 
And I'm like, I'm singing my location. I'm just watching the sunset because this is allowing me to find out what I need for myself. If I need to better myself as a mother, because sometimes I'm gonna be honest, there's times where I'm overloaded. There may be times where, you know, like I'm working my business and then I have my laptop here for my nine to five. And then I may let my kids stay here because their grandmother can keep the children while they're in school. They may stay here and my daughter's just like, mommy, 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 mommy. I'm just like, <gasps> you know, yes, um, every mother all the time. Yes. <laughs> and I'm just like, I can't believe I'm doing this right now. I'm thinking about having more kids, right? But what I do is when they're not with me, um, I usually just take myself, my dog and I, or I, I love sitting outside by the sun and I just give myself my time. But the most important thing I always tell people is when you are, when you have so many hats, especially being a business woman and having a career, which is hard, but the, the, the thought process of several incomes is allowing yourself to have time for you and being organized, including taskers, having a, a task note. I have a notepad I usually fill up for my business and I keep it here to task off because I'm talking to clients like almost three to four times a week. I have a schedule. I use my Google calendar. Thank goodness it's free, but I schedule all of my, uh, all of my um, clients on there when it comes to consulting. And then with my work business, with my work, I do the same thing, you know? And then when it's time for work, when I'm done with work, I'm done with work. You would not see me catching, catching myself logging back in until 0600 or 0630 because I don't want to bring work. I'm already working from home, but I don't want to talk about work and, and doing work with my children. And because I co-parent with their dad, my kids are with me. I want to spend as much time as with them as possible. And then also when they go to bed, I'm still giving energy to my boyfriend as well. So it's just when you're ready to find a balance. A lot of us say we don't have time. We have time. We have to find the time. Even it's like a whole hour. Give yourself that hour. Give yourself that 15 minutes to woo side, calm down, and just provide that for you. Because if you don't balance yourself, you're going to break. And I I had a breaking point last year when my kids went back to school. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. And I'm just thankful that my children's grandmother is, is helping me and their aunt is helping me because I couldn't do without them. I couldn't. No. Yeah. And I get it because like you said, balancing is really, is difficult. It is. And, you know, I just want to say that like when you first start going, okay, I'm going to make this time for me. It's okay for it to be like 10, 15 minutes starting out. It don't always need to be 10, 15 minutes though. I just want to make that known. It needs to <laughs> go up in time. Just saying, yeah. you know, and it's okay if you catch yourself during that time that's supposed to be for you doing something for somebody else. But yeah. you catch yourself and be like, no, 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 this is supposed to be my time. Yeah. You have to catch and correct yourself yeah. so that it can become a new habit because I mean, it's not, if you don't catch yourself, you know, it's going to have to, you know, and if you're, if your spouse or significant others on board, help them or have them help you keep yourself accountable. Yes. You know, cause that's helpful too. It is. Like, okay. This time is for me. This is going to be just for me. Don't right. disturb me. It's like, I promise you, the kids will not die. Your spouse or significant other will not die. They will be fine without you for an hour. Yes. Or more. They'll be fine. They'll make it. They'll survive. Yeah. You know, <laughs> have to have that time for yourself because of so many things, so yeah. many hats that you're wearing. Yes. And it's a lot. Yeah, and it's a lot. You know, just thinking 10 years ago, I was 21 and it's exactly the timing. That's exactly the timing where I started to fall apart. Oh, girl, look, we were interviewing the right time now, honey. 
But 10 years ago, around this time, that's when I actually started falling apart with my divorce. And looking back now, since we're talking about it, and I actually have the great mental space to look back, it definitely came a long way. Because the old Janice would have been like, I'm drinking, you know. And, and just to make a, a statement that, you know, on both sides of my family is not, I stem from alcoholism and drugs from my family, right? When I say that, I mean, my, my family isn't, that they, they use that source to help them cope. And when I had that wake up call, it was like, Janice, no, you can't be a statistic in the family again. You have to lead by example. And I'm glad that woke me up because now I know how to deal with certain ways that I stress. Like, yeah, okay, you know, you have anxiety, you freak out, like, ah, ah, that's what I do now. But before I, you know, used to drink, but now it's like, I'm thankful that I know how to replenish myself and give myself that, that, that balance, which is so important, you know. And I'm grateful that I definitely came a long way from my early 20s and now it's like, I want to enjoy my 30s. I want to give myself the time that I didn't give myself in my early 20s. So in my early 30s, this is what I'm doing. This is for me and everyone around me will get the freedom that they, in the, in the love and the peace that I give myself, they'll get the same thing. As long as they respect it. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. And you know, what it does is it encourages others to, and your children to do that for themselves too. Because yes. yes. Trey is 11. That's my oldest kid. Yes. And he will be like, I need time to myself. Yes. And I'm like, okay. And you know, as his mother, I respect it because don't come in here when I'm having my time to myself. So, you know, I need to give him that same respect yes. that I'm saying I'm going to get. <laughs> so, you know, you know, I want to thank you so much for coming on here and, and talking about things that I know are hard and difficult and things that are not so pretty in, you know, our past. And yes. it's just incredible to see how your life has transformed and I am excited about all the great and powerful things that I know you're going to continue to do but everybody who's listening I want to leave you with three strategies to implement from just this discussion today and I want you to take it to heart and do the things that are going to be beneficial for you so number one is to reach out when you need help if it's not your spouse that's okay you know it can be a, a friend you know it can be a friend, it can be a therapist, a coach like myself, yeah. or, you know, it just someone, you know, if you need somebody who's just like outside of your family, you know, then a coach or a therapist or something like that is a great avenue. Yeah. So make sure you're reaching out when you need help. Don't let it get so bad to where, you know, you burning down the house of your soul to appease people because that's never good. Yes. And number two, you're not meant to lose lose yourself in any relationship, any job, any title, anything. That's not what we were designed to do. We were never designed to lose ourselves. If anything, and I talk about God a lot, God creates us to be who he made us to be mm -hmm. and be a better version of that to impact his kingdom, to impact and motivate and empower and inspire others. So that's what we are meant to do. We're never meant to lose who we are because we're not robots. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. not what we're designed to be. So, and number three is find an outlet that feeds your soul, your spirit, and your body. Whether that's that's going to the gym, like Janice said, or working out at home. I work out at home a lot. I don't really go to the gym because I don't. <laughs> so, but, <laughs> 
I just work out here at home, you know, so that works for me. That's my outlet, you know, and every now and then I'll go on a walk while my kids ride their bikes. So that's an outlet for me to get my body moving, to get, you know, my adrenaline and stuff pumping and all of this stuff, you know, to help myself so I don't go crazy and hurt nobody. (laughs) (laughs) those three things is what I want to see you guys implement and Janice I want you to tell them where they can find you and follow you oh yes you can find me now no just kidding so there's um I'm gonna say three places but I'm gonna keep it simple um you can actually find me at www.esinnej.com and that's my name backwards also on the site if you like to look at my gallery you can view the gallery and also if you want to learn about photography learn about products there's another direct link that can direct you to my actual business site so you're able to look for it as well in there yes awesome and so everybody that's it that's all we have for you in this episode i'm so thankful for janice coming on and remember what i said about the strategies that are going to help you to be a better you so that you're able to pour from a full vessel onto anybody who's in your impact circle. So I pray you all have enjoyed this episode and that it will be meaningful to you, your relationship, and to your life. If you're interested in finding out more about me, the number one military marriage, family, and relationship coach, you can go to www.teresaalexis.com or connect with me on social at Teresa Alexis Speaks on IG, Facebook, and TikTok, and T Alexis Speaks on Clubhouse and Twitter. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Be sure to subscribe and activate notifications so you don't miss out on any new episodes that go live. I'm excited going forward by how this podcast will impact your life and cultivate a better you and a better marriage and family dynamic. Now go forth and be awesome.